This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Oh my goodness, people, my Let's Keep It Real people, I am so excited about the guest, and if you know me, you know it's right up my alley. This week's awesome, inspiring guest is Erin Worley. Now, let me tell you about Erin, and I can't wait. She's a best-selling author and the forefront, can you believe this, of spiritual awakening. This is going to be so crazy fun. I'm like, I'm getting chills just sitting here. Her book, One Truth, One Law, is the guidebook to understanding oneness and the universe. She has been communicating with her higher self called I Am since 2011. Well, Erin, welcome. Hey, Sandy. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I know. I, I was like, I don't want to get to know you off air. I want to get to know you on air. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. I know. It's like crazy. I have like a million questions and we got to get it done in all within an hour. So first of all, where do you live? Where are you coming from, girl? So I'm about a half hour from Chicago. Oh, how long have you lived there? I love Chicago. I actually grew up here. Yeah, I was, uh, my book was actually recorded in Virginia Beach, but uh, that was just a brief stopping ground, so I grew oh. up around here, yeah. Okay, so before we get into all the fun stuff, which I can't wait to hear about the book with your husband, the channeling, where, like, tell me a little bit about your childhood. Like, what kind of kid were you, Erin? <laughs> well, that's a big open thing, right? Right, oh gosh. Well, I tell you what, I had so much love at home. You know, my parents were great, but as soon as I went to school, the self-doubt started. Because I can actually remember third grade was the first time ever. I was always really shy. But in third grade, my last name was Egnatz before I was married. And this boy named Ryan, I can't remember his last name now, he came up to me and he said, Aaron Egg Snatcher. And, oh, oh my goodness, I mean, just, I can remember I just flushed, and I, I didn't know there was anything wrong with my last name before that. And I just kind of went into myself like a little turtle, you know, and and then some other kids started calling me that. And then it just went on and on until I graduated high school. People just started making fun of me. And it's because I thought there was something wrong with me because they were telling me there was something wrong with me. So even though I was surrounded by love at home, at school, I had all these Mm. horrible doubts and I was just bullied nonstop. Um, So that was my childhood. It was kind of a mixed bag. And I think so many of us had a mixed bag in childhood, you know. By the way, thank you for condensing like that. I don't don't even know how you did that. That was awesome. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how I did it either. I swear, it's like, okay, I now got a really good visual in a very short period of time I could learn from you. I was was just asking my son, who's 16 the other day, like, you know, what do you think is something I could work on? He says, your communication skills. I'm like, well, that's great because that's what I do for a living. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, whatever we do, we're always growing, right? (laughs) But he's saying, like, mom, sometimes you take 20 minutes to say it in a sentence. So... Erin, I think you got that mastered. All right, so what you said is so important because 
yes, you had great loving parents, but it's part of the mix. Do you know what I mean? Your peers are so important. Now, the good thing is you did have that structure at home and that love at home, right? Absolutely. That that does definitely... Yeah. Do you now? Did you tell them about any of this? Did you ever talk to your parents no. about it? No. Oh my goodness, no. And actually, oh, when okay. my when my mom read the book was the first time, and she said, "Oh my God, Aaron, I had no idea. You should have told me." But I had so much shame. I really believed there was something wrong with me, and I didn't want my parents to know that. I didn't want anyone to know it. I was just filled with shame. Now, the the things I was made fun of were inconsequential, you know. But to me, as a child at the time, being told by so many people there was something wrong with me, I believed it. It imprinted yeah. on me, you know. And so, no, I I was had delighted with with my home life but I didn't want to admit oh there's something wrong with me you know so I and I think uh, as an adult uh, I recognize that I did that for many years as well Um, even after I started breaking out of the patterns of my childhood I still wanted to hide my truth like I I started communicating with my higher self my inner voice in 2011 Mm -hmm. but it took me eight years to have the courage to tell my parents I was doing that and publish the book of course yeah you know yeah so so, you know I want to tell you wherever you are in your life right now it's okay you know it's not a it's not a day plan or a month plan or a year plan you're here have your whole life to figure it out the important thing is to take some small steps and start working on where you want to go so let's talk about that because I was by the way I was fascinated you know when I went on your website and I was reading all about your journey it's very cool so I know 2011 seems like it was a big year for you right that was the year that you were saying that you were talking to your higher self and your husband Phil was transcribing it or putting it on tape? So what we did was I laid down and he would ask questions and my higher self who calls itself I am would answer the questions and the first time we did it you know we didn't know what was going to happen and I had actually the first time we did it I had uh, had a breakthrough the night before and I wrote down in my journal uh, you know, I am God, I am I am God seeing through Aaron's eyes, feeling mm-hmm. through Aaron's hands. And but I didn't know what it meant. And I went to sleep the next day, I took a shower, and in the shower I, I asked out loud, I said, Oh my God, and I heard the voice in my head say yes. Because, you know, as you'll find if you read my book, One Truth, One Law, we're all God. It's not just me. We all have that voice inside of us. But anyway, so I, I come out of the shower and I'm like, Phil I'm talking to God in my head. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, I have no idea. And he yeah. said, well, lay down. I'll ask it some questions. So the first the first uh, session we didn't record because we didn't know what was going on. But after that, we went out that night and bought a tape recorder and started recording it. Which I think is really cool. Now, you were saying that when I was reading through, at the time, was that when you were still living in your parents' home? No. So we, uh, this was 2011. The economy was really, really bad. We were in Virginia Beach on our own, but um, we lost our jobs. Uh, actually, it was a few months before I started talking to IM, and that's why I had I had all this free time to start working on gotcha. to figure out how to improve gotcha. my life. You know, and we were also there. You know, we were dealing with a lot of depression and feeling bad about ourselves at the time because we had lost our jobs. Um, yeah. So it was it was after that. And, you know, IM told me what I was here to do at that point. I'm here to put the truth out, and I was terrified to do that. I said, "No way." 
So we ended up packing our, our rusty uh, Nissan Sentra and, and driving back and living with my parents for four years when we both went to nursing school. And, and, Which is cool. Know, yeah, you know, we, we did, uh, instead of following our, our sort of our life path, we, we created something different, which is totally allowed, you know, and sometimes you have to do things like that to get ready to be on your life path, so. Yeah, I, I, re I really, I believe that wholeheartedly. There isn't like A to B, which I, I know like you were saying, so many people, they listen to other people because they don't trust themselves. Yeah. And if it's not like A, B, C, D, they feel like they're a screw up and there's so many ways to get there. So, oh my gosh, I love that. Yes, there are so many ways to get there and you don't have to do it right away. There's such a like a instant gratification need in our society and it makes you feel like, well, if you have an idea and the idea doesn't happen, you know, right away, if you if it's 3 days later and you haven't had all the success from your idea that you're a failure. That's really not how it works, you know. You have all the time in the world to work on it. Isn't that the truth? All right, so Let's talk about how you and your husband were on the same page because I'm all about this. My husband would be like, okay, maybe you've got to go find yourself for six months. Go sit on a mountain. What are you, what are you talking about? And he believes highly in God, but he'd be like, okay, Sandy, what, what are you going on? So, so how did, were you both on the same page there? Well, you know, I have, I'm really, really lucky in my husband. Before I met him, I was in a series of really bad relationships because I didn't have any self-esteem. And I remember, so I met my husband in 2010, and I had, a few weeks before I met him, I went to Borders, and I, I bought a book on how to find your soulmate. And what it told me to mm. do was to visualize. Now, I had never heard of anything spirituality. I've never heard of creating with your thoughts. I had never heard of any of it. I wasn't ah. raised around that. So I bought this book and it told me to visualize what you see yourself doing with your ideal partner. Don't visualize what they look like. And that was the key. Because I had always imagined, oh, I want, you know, a decent looking guy and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you, know? you know, but that, so the key was visualize, you know, if you're a person that likes to go out and party, visualize that. But I'm not. I'm a person that likes to sit around and read books and watch TV and cuddle on the couch. So that's what I visualized. I visualized mm. raising a, children, a child with this person and everything and all the things that I wanted that would make me feel fulfilled in the relationship. And within two weeks, I was a server in a restaurant at the time. This was 2010. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I was... <laughs> Literally, he walked in and sat down, and I fell in love with him within, you know, two minutes. Uh, you know, Aww. and it was, it was just, and it was insane. And he was exactly what I had visualized. So, go figure. Crazy. And so, he's the one that had already been thinking about all these things. He had been looking ah. into how your thoughts create for years. And he wasn't, he didn't push it on me or anything, but he was reading these books. And I was like, well, I'm interested in what he's interested in. Just like mm -hmm. he was, for, finally, I had somebody that was interested in me, you know, yeah. and wanted to learn about my life. And so, I was like, well, I want to learn about your life. And I started reading some of these books, and it just blew me away because I could feel the truth there, you know. And I felt like when I started to try to create things with my thoughts, it works sometimes and it didn't work the rest of the time. So I was thinking, well, what if I could do what these channelers do, right? And if I could communicate with some higher power, some higher being, well, then I should be able to figure out how to create with my thoughts. And then, you know, we could improve our lives and get to a better financial spot. 
And uh, so that took me months and months and months of studying other channelers and not not their channeling sessions, but studi studying what they said about how they first heard that voice. Yeah. And that's what you'll see in my book, One Truth, One Law, is, uh, you know, because my husband at the time of the book, he's trying to find out how to hear his voice. So lots of his questions in the book that I am answers are the questions that somebody that wants to start hearing this voice needs answered to get to that point. So, um, you know, that's that's sort of how it all began, and yeah, my husband's awesome. So, <laughs> I, I get, oh, it's, it's crazy. I love the story how, you know, you just love at first sight. You know, thank yeah. you for sh telling me that, because I think it does happen, you know? You just know. You yeah. know, especially how you said, I knew it because I already had visualized mm -hmm. what would we be doing, you know, not what it would look like, you know, but more mm -hmm. like the experience we were having. Right. So let me ask you, because I'm a big fan of Esther and Jerry Hicks and Abraham. Were they one of your people you listened to? They absolutely were. And oh, I yay. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yay. I'm sure there's other yeah. great ones, but they're the only so, ones I really know. And I, Well, they, you know. yeah, they, they were the main one I listened to. And they definitely, I, I read about Esther's backstory about how she, like me, had no background in this. Because yeah. before that, if I would have heard something like this, I would have thought, oh, you're born hearing this voice or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I thought? Not for me. But because yeah. she, she seemed to learn how to do it through practicing meditation, yeah. I thought, well, maybe, you know, yeah. who am yeah. I? But maybe. And, yeah. And, <laughs> so, and Jerry and Phil, like, you know, asking yeah. her the questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really interesting how our story unfolded a lot the same way. Um, what we're hearing is slightly different, but I think we're hearing the same voice. We just yeah, have slightly different filters. You know, filter is sort of your life experience, which allows you to understand what you're getting from the universe. So our filters are a little bit different. So what we hear is a little bit different. Yeah, of course. But let's back up a little bit because I understand a lot of this because I've studied a lot of it, but I would love for you to dive in just a bit more about the I am. Like, talk a little bit about what that is to you. Yeah, so absolutely. So in my book, One Truth, One Law, we really dive into how the world that we live in is an illusion. We all believe that we're individuals, but the truth is we really are all one. And I know you've heard terms like oneness or we are yeah. one, we are the universe, but what does that mean, right? What it means is that you are actually God, you are source, you are the universe. You don't just come from God. You don't just come from source. You don't just come from the universe. You are that. Your mind is a direct link to universal mind and the spiritual world. That is something that some people refer to as the ether. It's the non-physical world where all thought happens. And our physical world that we experience through our senses is simply a projection of those thoughts at any given moment. So it's it's a lot to take in. And yeah, if you're new I, to yeah. it, yeah. So I am is simply the voice of that non-physical. And okay. so it, it knows all the thoughts that have ever been thought and all the thoughts that will ever be thought. It's completely an unlimited thinker, whereas we grow up believing that we're so limited by all the constraints of the physical world. We put ourselves in boxes that we've created and that past generations have created for us. But when you start tapping into the wisdom of the universe, to the wisdom of the I am and all of us, you start to find out that those limits aren't real. They're, they're just a perception that mm -hmm. you can start 
breaking out of and you can start creating things in your life that you never dreamed possible. And when I talk about creating things, I, I don't want to talk about so much material things like a fancy car or a big house. There's nothing wrong with having those things. You know, I'm human and I want nice things too. But what we're really here to do is to create something new to ex to contribute to the expansion of the universe. You know, we all have something we're here to do. And that's IAM's message for everybody is that we're creators. We're not here for life to happen to us. We are literally this non-physical who chose to come here and have a physical experience. And that's not all about getting, getting, getting. It's a lot about experience and becoming the person that you're capable of being an unlimited creator. I love that, Erin. And I'm so glad that you said it took you eight years to finally come out and share your story. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't care if it took 30. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, but it is scary because, you know, first of all, like you said, to tell your family, that's probably even scarier because, you know, that you was, oh, that was the ultimate scary, anything else. Yeah. And, you know, moving forward, I'm like, well, I did that. So now yeah. I can do anything else. Like, yeah. for example, when I first uh, released the book, I was getting lots of podcast requests. And so I've done quite a few, but the first one I thought I was going to vomit. I didn't vomit, but I thought I might because I'm, I'm very much a shy introvert at heart, you know, but I had that experience of I told my family. So if I did that, that was literally the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. If I did that, I can do anything. I can go right. on podcasts. I could do whatever I have to to share I am's message. Yeah. So just to say it in a different way, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so let me just back up a bit. I've heard it described, and it, it seemed like a, a way that, to relate it to people, that your I am, some people, it's the universe, it's God, their higher power, their inner voice, is the bigger part of them that's not in their human body. How do you feel about that? So I would actually say it's the exact opposite. And I know that that's, that's sort of the perception is that you, when somebody is communicating with that, they're channeling something outside of them and bringing it into them. And I would say, no, we are that already. And this persona, or some people call it the ego, but I prefer the persona because I don't think it's as bad as most people like to make it out to be. Who I think I am, Aaron, is not who I really am. I really am God. And so this is just a creation that's been created on top of my godness. And so to communicate with it, I just have to let Aaron take a back seat. So I think when we think about bringing something outside in, we're sort of missing the okay. bigger picture. The bigger picture is we're already everything. There's nothing we need to bring from outside. What we have to do is peel back what's been created to get to the good stuff inside. Okay, so I like the way you said that. So basically, you're letting go to let in. You're allowing to hear the messages so that are coming to you. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you a little secret here. I am has been communicating with you your entire life, but you've been blocking it because you 
have been created as a child, as a very young child, your parents wanted to keep you safe because they love you. And so they told you everything is dangerous. You know, don't cross the street. You don't want to get hit by a car. Don't stand on top of the, the couch because I don't want you to fall and bump your head. So all these things you wanted to do to experience the physical world, you were told, no, it's dangerous. And so you built this persona that would protect you from all these dangerous things. Mm -hmm. And so okay. what you have to do is start, and these are all limitations that are built in. Now, uh, I, I have two little children and I don't let them cross the street, you know, and I without <laughs> looking both yeah. ways, and I, I, yeah. I don't let them stand on the furniture, so I'm, I'm doing the same thing, but what I'm doing is I'm allowing them to become participants in the physical world. So um, you absolutely have this persona on top of who you really are, which is God, and, and it's just all about understanding that, gotcha. not getting rid of it. So, Aaron. Let's talk about when you, you you know you were saying I am. This doesn't matter, you know, what religion you are. It has nothing to do with religion. It has absolutely nothing to do with religion at all. And uh, you know, religion is is so close to the truth because they understand that there's there is a God, there's a Creator. But it's all about searching for that validation outside of yourself. And you know, I am's all about the message of no, come back in. And you know, I am's message is is honestly not to listen to me, to Aaron. It's to start listening to yourself. And you know, that's what One Truth One Law is all about. Is about teaching you how to go in and start asking yourself the questions, so that gotcha. you're not relying on the experts. Let's talk about people really searching outside of them. I really want to emphasize that because people are human and even your spiritual leaders, you know, they're not perfect. And how you're saying it, it's just their guides for you to listen to you. It's not about you saying, oh, if I don't listen to them, if I don't do this, I'm lost that day. Yes, yes. And I think that um, the eight years between me starting to hear I am's voice and me putting the truth out to the world made all the difference in my message because I had enough time to understand the message on a deep, deep level where most people that start hearing this voice put it out right away before their filter has adjusted to what it really means. And that's why there's so much confusion out there about, yes, I... So many of the people that are channeling something believe that that uh, that people might be better off if they came to them for advice, uh, yeah. even when the voice itself, if you read their books, isn't saying that. No, but absolutely they, not. But they don't fully understand that. And honestly, if I had started putting this out into the world in 2011, I probably would have been telling people the same thing that they are because I would have been so desperate for money at that time that it, my message would have been a little bit uh, basically um, co-opted by, by my financial needs. Yeah. I waited until uh, my husband and I were incredibly stable financially to put this out so that I'm able to be 100% authentic and real and tell the real truth even when it really scares the crap out of me sometimes. Yes. And thank so, you for being honest about that. I really appreciate you sharing that because... It is so true many times, you know? It is, it is. And, you know, honestly, if you, 
understand what true enlightenment is, it's having no physical needs at all. It's no longer having any humanity. And a person like that uh, would not be writing books. A person like that would not be selling courses or going on TV or doing any media. They would be off quietly like a mm -hmm. monk living yep. in the woods, you know? Yeah. And that is the kind of person that, that would make sense to go to to learn deeply from. But yeah. they aren't interested because they don't have the needs humans need. So anybody who is trying to sell you enlightenment has physical material desires. There's something wrong with those desires, but you need to be aware of that so that Ooh, you I love that. Right. That's, so that yeah. you don't get caught up in their uh, misconceptions because if somebody is on the internet putting out truth, they want something back from you. Okay? So you have to understand who you are and what you want too. Okay, because they can't give you your answers. And I will tell you, I don't even care if you take the best psychic in the world. They <laughs> cannot give you your answers because you always have choices. And if you give your power away to somebody else, then they are creating your life for you as opposed to you making decisions and creating your life. And if you let somebody else create your life as if life happens to you instead of your happening to life, then that's what you're going to experience. You know, that's so true. And I'm, I, no one's ever, I'm so glad you brought that up because no one's ever spoken about that. And it, it's okay. Like, you know, we were talking about the other day with a friend. Well, how can you be doing good in the world and want to be paid money? And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, heck, you know, we want you to make, we want the people doing good to make money, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. But, be aware, like you said, yeah. you know, it's not like, like I went, to, I was fortunate enough to go to Thailand and I went and, you know, and saw those monks praying. It's a whole different, mm -hmm. you know, realm they're in. And yeah. I just stood there in awe, you know, watching yeah. them, you know, because they're in, their journey is way different than mine, you know, and God yeah. bless them. I'm glad they're there, but yeah. you're right. If people, books, internet, whatever they are, they, they do want something from you, and that's okay. And that's it okay. Is. And there's so much empowerment out there, and grab yeah. that empowerment. You know, yeah. Grab onto it, and then take Be it inspired. on your journey. Yes. Yeah. May, start your journey, but don't live through them. You know? yeah. You, yeah. So basically, the people that are sharing their message, they are doing what they're here to do to expand the universe, but don't get confused and think that you don't have that same destiny. Every single person listening today has that exact same destiny to do something to contribute to the expansion of the universe. And if you get so caught up in what other people are doing, you're not thinking about what you're here to do. And I promise you, no matter who you are, where you are, if you're standing on the side of the street with a cup in your hand, you have an important destiny and you are here to do something huge to contribute to the expansion of the universe. Yeah, I, you know, I love that you said something huge. So what it, I think people might think, oh, you know, am I finding the cure for some rare disease? Talk about what you mean something huge. So everything we do impacts other people and you might be a mom and your job is to do an amazing job raising your children instead of being distracted by everything in the outside world because maybe one of your children is going to go on and do something incredible so whether it's it's on a small scale in your family in your community or in a bigger scale you know in 
in your state, in your country, or across the whole world, you have something that you're here to do that will impact other people and will impact lives going forward. But it's up to you if you're going to jump onto your path and find those things and do them. You always have a choice and you're going to end up feeling fulfilled if you start overcoming your fears and getting onto your path. Whereas, you know, as a nurse, I, uh, I took care of so many older people in the hospital and also I worked in a nursing home too that um, hadn't found fulfillment. There were a few that, you know, they were just lit up because they had overcome their fears and they had lived the life that they were here to live. And, you know, those are the smiling, wonderful people. But there were many, many more were bitter and unhappy and were full of regrets and it all started with your path is always there and they never jumped on wow yeah isn't that crazy yeah it, it, but it is and you know like even i'm listening to god for eight years and i'm not jumping on my path so i have total <laughs> sympathy i get you you know i know exactly yeah. where you're coming from yeah. <laughs> if you haven't started yet you know yeah. i get it it's terrifying but yeah. I will tell you the rush I got after telling my truth to my family, which was my biggest fear I've ever had in yeah, my entire course. life. You know, the rush I got, I thought, oh, my God, I did it. You know, eight yeah. years of fear, and I did it. And yeah. honestly, it didn't end up being as as bad as I thought. And, you know, when I was so afraid to do my, my first podcast a few months ago, you know, I was I, I wanted to cancel it. I wanted to throw up. But... <laughs> Yeah. After I did it, I said, oh, boy, I did it. And it was actually pretty fun. I think yeah. all the people that are going to be empowered, you know. So your fears, they feel huge to you. But once you start jumping over them or even mm -hmm. taking little tiptoe steps over them, you know, you're going to be amazed yeah. at the confidence you that just blossoms in you. Yeah. And I think it's like you said, you were, it wasn't like, oh, I'm doing a podcast, yay. You knew you, <laughs> what got you through is all the people you would reach with your message, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that message overcame the fear. It was, it, it did, you know, the stomach, the butterflies, you know, everything, you know, you got because you wanted to get your message out there and then you know it's worth it. Yeah. Well, I will, yeah. I'll tell you, Sandy, along that vein, for years I thought about putting this book out there, but I was always thinking about me. What would I get from it if I put it out there? And it wasn't until I am told me, Aaron, stop thinking about what you're going to get. Start thinking about what you can give to the world by putting it out there. Who are you going to impact? And I started thinking, oh, well, I could help other people tune into their inner voice. And when I did that, boom, my fears yeah. didn't matter anymore because my fears were standing in the way of all the people I could help. Yeah, it's bigger. It's bigger than yeah. you. So yeah. stop. So that's what, you know, it's, it's fine to have these wants and desires because we're human, but start thinking yeah. about what could the thing that you're afraid of doing, how could that help other people? And start focusing on the way yeah. that it's going to help others. Yeah, and that's what you were saying. Like, what could you give back to the universe? And that... Oof, the doors open. Yes, yes. I like. Well, so the big thing, and you know, I love that you mentioned this over and over again, is trusting yourself instead of listening to other people because it happens no matter what your age. You know, you get you can get caught in like this is what made a successful author. This is what yeah. you know made a successful business person, and you think you have to do it that way. 
Yeah. We all do. I guess, yeah. you know, we want to be accepted. You know, we want to, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to be out there on the edge. And if we screw up and we do it differently, then everyone's going to say, I told you so. You know, all that. It's still there. Yeah. Well, I, and I deal with it every day, especially since starting this business, since becoming an author and having a, a website and stuff. I, I, every day I have to go in and talk to my inner voice and say, okay, what is it that I'm here to do? Because I do, I have to look up how to build a website. I have to look up things from other people that have gone before. And yeah. so what I've, what I've found is I, when I have a decision to make or I have something I have to figure out how to do, um, I go in and I do the research on Google or wherever. And then I say, okay, well, what feels right to me? Because anybody who's ever changed or created anything new in the world has done it by going their own way, a way that hasn't been created yet. So it's okay to see what other people have created, but Mm -hmm. if you end up copying them, then your creation becomes a copy. It doesn't become something new. And anybody who changes the world is creating with new thoughts, new things that have never existed before. And yeah, it's terrifying, but that's where all the, the big success comes from too, you know? Um, so we all have that in us because we are born creators. We are creators just inherently from who we are because we are God. And uh, we can all create something that hasn't been here before. And yes, it's terrifying because we're raised to be afraid of anything that isn't stable. But it's possible. It's doable. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's all really about, you know, knowing what you want to do thinking about it every day and then taking the action despite those overwhelming fears and you can literally make anything happen. So, you know, when you mentioned a lot that you, what you wrote the day before, you know, that about asking to talk to God before you started, you know, you were saying you wrote it down. Did you say it out loud? So, so I had been trying for months, probably let's say six months. I don't remember because it was so long ago, but it was, it was a, a period of many months. I had been trying and meditating and trying to hear a voice. Okay. Gotcha. And gotcha. So that night I, I wrote down, I am God seeing through Aaron's eyes. I am God gotcha, seeing gotcha. through. So it was like, I, I wrote it. It was my hand, but it wasn't my hand doing the writing. It was, I am doing the writing. Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand what it was. So that wasn't, that wasn't me asking, desiring something. That was, yes. Gotcha. That was, I am was starting to come through at that point and I didn't get it. You know, yeah, I you didn't, like, you didn't what know what was, was happening. Yeah. I was like, what does this mean? I don't know. And I went to sleep, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, but the next, the next day in the shower, I remembered and I said, oh my gosh, am I God? And there was the voice saying, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's not my voice. You know, Who, what's that? Yeah. So, uh, but no, I'm, I'm a huge believer in affirming what you want as if you already have it. Uh, that is literally how I went from from having a dusty transcripts in the basement to three months later having a published book. I said, yeah. I started affirming every day by January 1st, 2020, you know, I one truth, one law, I am, I create is going to be published and on Amazon. And that's the only reason it is. If I hadn't done that, I guarantee you 100%, I'd still be in the process of making it perfect. And here's a little, oh, secret, I know. About, here's a little <laughs> secret about whatever you want to create. If you want it to be 100% perfect, it's never going to get out there. Oh, so, yes. you know, I'm yeah. like 80, 85% and we're good to go, you know, and let's move on yeah. to the next thing. <laughs> no, you're right. Because especially with authors, they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. My word's getting out there and they keep correcting. And part of it is, 
Yeah, maybe they could improve on it, but it's the fear of putting it out there into the world. Yes, yes. Um, and that uh, was real. I remember it took probably four or five days until I had a review. And, oh, my goodness, the anxiety I had. Is, you know, are people going to like it? Because I didn't have anybody to show it to in advance. And, honestly, I was too afraid to anyway. Yeah, know? yeah. And so, the you know, the reviews have been absolutely amazing and you know, so many people have contacted me and, and Isn't that me. awesome? And it's an amazing feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm having that impact that I am told me I would if I put this out there. People are being inspired and I'm like, yes, you know, wow, it really worked exactly like I am said it would. All I had to do was start trusting myself instead of listening to what I thought everybody else was saying. Yeah. So do you believe it's possible for everyone, Aaron? Oh, it 100% is possible for everyone. That's, that is a fact. And it's because we are God. We don't just come from God. And that is, so when you read One Truth, One Law, you get the basic understanding that it took me six months to get and much longer than six months. So you're starting from a huge, huge, huge advantage because you already understand everything you need to understand to start hearing that voice. And you have the instructions to follow that are the exact instructions that I am told my husband. So I know it's possible because it's not channeling something from outside of you. It's peeling back what you think you are to hear who you really are. Yeah, yeah. And do you, like your name, you know, you call I am. Do you think everyone has that their own name or their own way of communicating? Well, I think that until you start I think that everybody or a lot of people are already communicating with something that they call something else. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. and I think that that is, they're hearing the voice of I am, but their filter, so their, their life experiences have not allowed them to understand the oneness and that we're all one and we're all hearing that same voice. So they call it what their filter understands it to be, which is something outside of them. So once you start asking the right questions or if you read gotcha. the truth and law and, and get the answers, you your filter expands to understand oneness and then you will hear the voice as I am because that is, you know, I am is, is oneness that encompasses everything and there's nothing else to be. I got, I got it. I'm with you, girl. So... <laughs> I'm feeling it, and I love you know every. I love you know everyone brings what I really really enjoy about doing this podcast is when you think I, you've heard it all, you get somebody special like you on saying it in a different way that can reach you know people you know in, in a whole different place that they haven't heard before you know, yeah. and I just I love that. Well, so thank you for saying that, <laughs> yeah, and it's true because I think well I know the biggest thing is. Everyone, no matter how evolved they are, we, we always have self-doubt on are we worthy and who are we to put this out and why me and all this other stuff. And so you sharing your story is just another way of saying, you know, why me? Well, why not me? You know, yeah, that, like, why not me? So let's back up a little bit about one of the things I want to make sure I get in here that you I read that you were saying no matter what the topic, it doesn't matter what the topic is. It doesn't, even if it's not spirituality, you know, politics, business, motherhood, everyone has tons of opinions. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's so funny because as a 
as a nurse, you know, you would read different studies. You know, one week they're telling you two eggs a week is fine. The next, uh, the next week it's no eggs. And these are all legitimate studies. It's yeah, because they're yeah. being conducted by people with their own life path. So any expert is following their life path. They're putting that information out there because they're doing what they're here to do. But if your life path is not similar, it's not the right advice for you. My husband and I were just talking about this last night with diets. You know, everybody oh, thinks... Don't well, get me well, started. Right. You think, you know, you just have to find whatever whatever the newest diet is, right? Because that's what's working for everybody right now. Yeah, that's not how yeah. it works. Whoever made that diet, it worked amazing for them. And if you have a similar right. life path, that's going to be your diet. Yeah. But if you don't, then it's not going to work at all. And that doesn't mean there's oh, no like the diet. It means that... You know, yes. it means that you're not them and that's okay. You know, you need to yeah. figure out what's going to work for you. It was funny you're saying that because it, recently everywhere I go, people just so happen to say, oh, I can't, I'm on keto. And so my girlfriend says to me, Sandy, you know about this stuff. Should I be on keto? I go, I don't know. Should you? You know, it's like <laughs> joking with her. But that's what we do. And, you know, I, as yeah. I said, I have to stop myself daily from doing that, asking yeah. other people for the the authority to go forward because yeah. we don't believe we have the answers inside, you know. Yeah. And start – that's my advice to everybody is take a minute or two every day, go somewhere quiet, and ask yourself, you know – the answer to whatever your big question is that day, something you want to know about your life. And even if you don't hear an answer, that's fine. Just tell yourself, okay, I didn't hear anything, but the answer is going to pop into my head over the next few days, and I guarantee you it will. Whether if you're driving the kids to soccer or whatever you're doing, that answer is going to pop into your head. And we all have that, but we don't yeah. recognize it. We have it, and then our yeah. persona, our ego comes in and says, no way, that's nuts, that's your idea. Nobody else is saying that. You know, so we have to start just recognizing that voice because it's already there and we're just telling it, be quiet. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know what? There's all different ways to meditate and, and listen to it. You know, it's not, there's the same thing. Like I heard someone saying, I'll never do that. I can't meditate for 45 minutes a day. I'm like, okay, now it's the same thing that you're talking about. There's more than one way. Oh, totally. You know, I'm not a huge, I, I don't even really like to use the word meditate because I think there's so many ideas built around it that you Correct. need to go buy the newest meditation CD or, or whatever. If they even still use CDs anymore. I don't even know. I'm so out of technology. I don't know. That's but, okay. Download, <laughs> download. Okay, so download the, the latest uh, meditation track yeah. or, or whatever, or be in the right position. And I think it's so funny because you, those are just, that's what worked for that one person. But yeah. you are already everything. Whatever you are comfortable with will work for you. And it's yeah. just a couple minutes of starting to ask yourself questions. And I know, because I started out doing like the traditional meditation back in 2011 when I was trying to hear something. And I'm always thinking, oh, my leg is itching, you know, oh, you know, I, I had all these thoughts. And so I couldn't hear the voice because I couldn't stop those thoughts from coming. And it wasn't until I understood, oh, I just asked questions and then... So, like, the traditional idea of meditation is just kind of you're, you're quiet and um and whatnot. But if you just start asking yourself questions and waiting mm -hmm. to see uh, what you think about the question you just asked, you're going to blow your mind. <laughs> blow your mind, Aaron. <laughs> blow your mind. <laughs> I love it. You're so down to earth. It's so cool. All right. Now, 
We're going to have to wrap up soon, but I want to make sure. Is there anything we didn't get in that Miss Erin wants to get in? Sandy, I think this was fantastic. I'm so excited for people to listen to it because I think it's really going to get them, start getting those creative juices flowing about what am I here to do? Because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, you're a creator. And no matter if everybody in your life doesn't believe that you can create something new, I promise you, you can. I promise you. So go check out One Truth, One Law on Amazon and uh Start listening to yourself instead of everybody else because the answers that work for other people is absolutely not what's going to fulfill you. It's not until you start looking inside, listening to yourself, that you're going to get on that path to fulfillment. Yeah. Erin, thank you so much. My Let's Keep It Real people, I think she kept it real, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) And you know how to find her. And just remember, I mean, the biggest takeaway with all this, I love how you ended it, is... You know, listen to yourself. You know, don't look it for outside you. You can you can get ideas and you can get inspired and you can have wisdom, but it's all in you, baby. All yeah, in you. Love that. Yeah, thank you, Aaron, so much. Thank I you. I really, Sam. really appreciate taking time. And you know what I'm gonna say. Until next time. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show, and remember, keep spreading the positive.